I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. And what's going on, YouTube? We're coming back at you with Big Daddy Cock 2727. Joined by me is... Dots? Dots. Champion or runner-up Dots, we're not sure yet. We'll find out by the end of this week. Let's get into why he's in the championship. A one-point win over the process, trusters last week. Pretty much matching buttons blow for blow across the uh, lineup here. Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson going head-to-head. Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones. And I think the thing that killed the process trusters the most was their reliable Devontae Adams not being so reliable this time. I got to tell you, Jesse, that was the most ridiculous matchup I've ever been in. I almost pooped three times. Compared to your normal two? Yes. It's a hell of a shit. Yeah, so Deontay Johnson saved you those two weeks. Uh, the jersey you're going to get, is that going to be a Dottawa Best Bros jersey or a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey? That is actually a tough call. I'll have to ponder that one over. I'm waiting until I get past Christmas here and then uh, get my funds realigned and then I'll start buying. But well, you my, did used to be a Steelers fan, so. I did as a child. My- until all my yeah, family, uh, I realized all my family was awful Steelers fans, and I was, I just couldn't be a part of it anymore. Break away while you can. You know how it goes. Continuing down this this roster here, I thought that maybe you were going to get uh, out defensed and kickered, and you did, but it wasn't a deciding factor in this matchup. It looks like this this coming week might be the last time we'll ever see a kicker and a defense in a matchup. Something to vote on in the off season. Oh, give I don't me think it's going to have to be. I don't think it's going to have to be a unanimous thing, but when it's a close match like this and it comes down to defensive kickers, it's like, okay, uh, maybe we shouldn't have them. I'm, I'm on both sides of the fence on the defense kicker battle, but when, when push comes to shove in a matchup like this, you'd hate to see that happen to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole argument is, oh, they're a part of the game, so they should be a part of this, but it is fantasy football, not real football. Trying to guess kickers and defenses is basically shit luck. It does suck whenever you have a better team and then you just get kicker to death. Yeah, but up and down your roster uh, last week, aside from someone like TJ Hawkinson, who barely put up a point, and Kareem Hunt, who I think he had one of his worst games of the season, putting up only 21 yards last week. Uh, I actually did double-check double this. They actually both had their worst weeks of the season, but I survived. Yeah, and you still managed to pull this one off, probably thanks to Devontae Adams uh, not not catching on versus the uh, Carolina Panthers and people going off on your squad like Dave Montgomery, DeAndre Hopkins, Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, all your line decisions, uh, except for Kareem Hunt over Melvin Gordon, were pretty spot on. Good job by Dodd with us here. Uh, just, a, just a quick question. You meant, you meant to say David League winner Montgomery, right? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, great job all season uh, from start to finish defying what everybody thought was going to be a really terrible team because it seemed like you were just heavily dependent on rookies this year. Now all the way to the championship, maybe someone follows suit and sells their uh, star. I, the selling of calf now, I mean, we made fun of you for, for a long time for it, but it, it looks like that might be a move that people want to consider in the future is selling their studs to acquire a lot more young talent, diversify their roster, add a little bit of depth. So, hey, that yeah. was the plan. It did work out. It's definitely burned me in the past, but hey, I got a win for dots, huh? Yeah, maybe Saquon's May- on the mainly, block. Mainly yeah. because of injury luck, but what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, but uh, enough going over that matchup. We'll go over to the next matchup, and we're going to have the Dodwa Best Bros playing the Rectum Raiders next week as they get an 11-point win over the number two seed, I hate OBJ. 
Aaron Rodgers was a poor lineup decision this week by IWJ and by putting if they would have put Justin Herbert in, they would have almost squeaked this one out. If they played Justin Herbert in the Bills defense over Aaron Rodgers and the uh, Baltimore defense, they would have won this matchup. But like like it's been all season, the Rectum Raiders, uh, top to bottom, just being run by Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, always going off, Travis Kelsey, and Derrick Henry. Those are the four players they needed. All those players just happened to go off last week. Stephon Diggs, 147 yards. Derrick Henry, 147 yards. Josh Allen, four touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, a touchdown, eight receptions. So they're, they're relying on their studs, and it's, it's worked out for them so far. Derrick Henry is king. That is confirmed. It is confirmed. Stephon Diggs are monsters. Travis Kelsey, another monster. Dare I say beast? On the other side, though, Robbie went off to a really great start with Darren Waller, putting up 25 points. I think that's a season high for Darren Waller. Uh, tight end. No, I think he actually put up like 35 against me. Oh, yes, yes. Week 13, he put up 38 and a half. So Darren Waller's on quite a hot streak right now. He's still a tight end, too, to Travis Kelsey. Uh, but Robbie has something going forward with him. Not a spot he's ever got to worry about as a tight end spot these next couple years. But one spot he might have to think about going into the offseason is running back because Edo Smith just got named the starter over Todd Gurley. It looks like Todd Gurley's days as a starter might be done. And we'll for sure get into a lot more roster construction stuff in the offseason pods. But uh, Robbie's future, it looked like this was kind of Robbie's win-now window. Uh, some rankings, rankings came out earlier from ESPN, and Julio Jones didn't crack, crack the top 50. So Robbie's team is, is losing value pretty quickly, and uh, maybe his window's over, but we've been saying that for years, so who knows. I was going to say, to be fair, we've been calling his team washed up and old for about three years now, and here he is making the Final Four. They definitely have experience, but experience doesn't win these fantasy games. Moving on to the uh, – let's just get right into the head-to-head matchup. The big shebang, oh. the numero, oh. numero uno, the artist you going to poop yourself? How many times? I'm thinking about pooping myself right now. Yeah, I remember when I was in the game last year, winning it was the most uh, gratifying thing ever because this league is the best league. And, I mean, even like the $1,000 league, I feel like this winning this league matters a whole hell of a lot more than winning the, the lottery league where winner take all $1,000. I'll take that nug over $1,000 any day of the week. Honestly, yeah, I would too. And the the cool thing is this year that there's two teams that are going to be uh, two two brand-new teams in the championship. That hasn't happened since the second year of the league when it was process dressers versus Iowa. Um, so two years ago. Yeah, I like to make it seem like a long time ago. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dynasty Bull 4 right around the corner, though. And head-to-head in this one. Wait, Jesse, real quick. Um, before we get into the matchups, can you real quickly, as I guess a defending champ, give me any advice? Anything I should look forward to? Anything I should be afraid of going into my championship matchup? So I've won and lost this matchup over the last two years. When I lost the matchup two years ago, it was very painful and it was very sad, and it was actually painful and sad. I was I was very painful and sad. Yeah, no, I was. It was it was devastating. And that, after that offseason, I actually blew up my team, uh, trading away players like Todd Gurley. I, yeah, that was right whenever his, his knee started to be a little funny. Traded away Devontae Adams. Uh, so I guess if you lose it, you got a good team right now. Don't blow it up for the sake of uh, 
trading. I mean, just improve. So points. I shouldn't sell hop if I if I lose. You can do whatever you want, but I I would advise that if you're making it now, you're in a good spot and probably limit your uh, selling as tempting as trading in the off season is. Well, luckily for me, uh, the trade deadline's passed, so I can't trade them before the matchups. <laughs> I I guess my advice is though right there about not straight away your team whenever you're in a good spot doesn't really apply to me because even after last championship, I sold Mahomes, I sold uh, I guess I sold Travis Kelsey this year, I sold Zeke away. Well, you're a maniac. I'm a maniac, and hey, look where it got me. I'm picking five overall. Not a great spot to be, uh, but we'll come back. We'll come back next year. You're basically the Eagles. Why? Because I suck but and don't have a quarterback? Much better. No, because – well, yeah, but you just won a championship, so you don't really have to worry about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the other thing is, like, I've already won, so, like, losing this year isn't too terribly sad. I think you got a solid three- or four-year buffer where you can just be happy about the fact you won. Yeah, like, at Robbie at this point, he got close again, so. But he's still bragging about his one win. That actually might be more impressive than, like, going back-to-back is he went in the first year and almost went in – I mean, if he would have went this year, it would have been impressive. But having, yeah. a, having a team go twice – With the same players, with, no less. With a, <laughs> with a big gap in between. But, yeah, congrats to Rectum and Dottawa on this one. Let's get into it, though. Head-to-head right now. 50% chance Dottawa's going to win. 50% chance Rectum's going to win by ESPN's projections. By the actual numbers, Rectum has this one – by one point right now. So, Rectum 118, Dottawa 117. And maybe that's because Dottawa is starting Mitch Trubisky against Josh Allen yes. on the other side. Well, you see, uh, it's been a goal of mine for years. I have to uh, win a championship with Mitch. I feel like I owe it to him at this point after all of the years of ridicule I've given him, all the hate I've thrown his way. I kind of owe it to him at this point. i got to put him in. Do you think he's your best option? I think he's my hungriest option. If you lose and it's by a point differential that Kyler Murray would have put up, will you be disappointed in yourself or find that you lost with Mitch in your starting lineup? I mean, I'm not like a hindsight's 2020 kind of guy. The same thing could happen if I start Kyler and then, you know, Mitch goes off against the Jags and I would have won if I started Mitch. You realize in the eight games that Mitch played this year, five of them are under 13 and a half points. Jesse, let me ask you this. You have an opportunity to have a much better chance at a championship in a boring way, or you have a, light, a less likely chance to win it in a very glorious way. Which one do you take? Support. I'm basically Pete Carroll here saying, I should run, but I'm going to throw. And he lost. <laughs> You're right. Maybe I should rethink. You should rethink this because this is honestly a terrible decision. <laughs> Having Mitchell Trubisky pride is not like winning the artichoke and displaying it on your mantle for years. But if I win it with Mitch, the glory will be so unfounded. Yeah, I guess. But, like, you increase your odds tremendously if you start Kyler. Uh, I, I'm back and forth. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you who to start. You start who you want. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just laying out with what your options are right now. And Let's go down to the next, next head-to-head. We have Jonathan Taylor versus Derrick Henry. Jonathan Taylor getting hot at the right time. Derrick Henry, always hot all the time. Jonathan Taylor is so hot, by the way. He's all right. He's no Derrick Henry. Those big bug eyes, weird-looking rhino head. I don't know, dude. Have you seen a picture of Jonathan Taylor lately? I mean, yeah. It's not, it's not quite Saquon's smile, but he, that boy's got a smile. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you got you got you got a little smile on that big that head smile. That, that big ten smile. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. What are your thoughts here, Jonathan Taylor taking on Pittsburgh, who's a pretty great run defense against Derrick Henry, taking on Green Bay, who at the beginning of the season they were uh, the laughing stock of run defense. I mean, you can call Pittsburgh a great run defense, but if you think about in terms of what have you done for me lately. That defense has not been very good. Giovanni Bernard just went off against them. I think Taylor is capable of doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not – If I'm, Gio can do it, JT can do it. I mean, right now, Derrick Henry versus uh, versus the Packers, that's a pretty juicy matchup. If, I'm, if I were to choose between one of these two right now, I'm going to take Derrick Henry. The question is what – this might be what this matchup actually comes down to. Who sends more gifts? Is there, is there going to be more Jonathan Taylor gifts or more Derrick Henry gifts? That, that's a f- very fair point. I think we'll see. The winner of that might decide it. <laughs> I, I, I'm projecting seven total gifts. Ooh, so whoever, you got to get to that fourth gift. Got to get to that fourth gift. Hey, speaking of gifts, uh, you get any gifts for your parents? I did. I got my dad a holster for his pistol so he can carry concealed so he's safe just in case someone tries to mug him in West Decatur. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got my mother a snowman sweater. Nice. Tipsy elves. We love that. Yes. It's got sparkles on it and snowflakes. It's pretty. Oh, they're going to get triggered by the snowflakes? I mean, I don't think she's triggered by snowflakes. Your dad is. Well, that's why I got him a holster, so he can't pull the trigger when he sees the snowflakes. Mm. Gotcha. Maybe I should give him that first, huh? <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Most exciting Christmas present I got was I got my little nephew a bear's hoodie. And I already cut the sleeves off of it. So he's going to have a, a matching Bears cut-off hoodie to me. Is it cut off, so fucking cute. cut off on the arms or like Bill Belichick? No, like, like at, the, at the shoulders. Yeah. Does like weird, me. Does he have weird shoulders like, like you or are they, they completely Like right? McAfee. Well, he hasn't really grown into him yet, so it's hard to tell. He seems pretty proportional, but he's kind of just like a compact version of a Dots right now. Next matchup on the yeah. against running backs, we have David. Uh, what'd you call him, David? What Montgomery? Uh, league winner. That is David League winner Montgomery. David League winner Montgomery versus Sevion Ahmed right now, and Miles Gaskin just got confirmed to be playing this week. So it seems like Sevion Ahmed's actually the running back too. Yes, this is an interesting predicament we have for here for Daddy. Not a lot of options for a second running back. He might have to turn to James Conner. Or to the waiver wire, but too bad he uh, didn't save any fab because I've been playing keep away on the waiver wire. Picked up Jarek McKinnon and Gus Edwards or, and someone else. I ended up dropping Gus Edwards for Jarek McKinnon for a dollar. And I'm going to do it backwards the other way for a dollar so Daddy can't have him. Nice. We love that. That's the goal. If someone else can take him, go ahead. I don't care. I'm not this, starting him. But. This matchup right here, though, is... Sebion Ahmed versus David Montgomery. That's essentially like the Mitchell Trubisky versus Josh Allen, just the other way. Well, there you go. So I got my points back. Yeah, you might as well just no, – I'm, I'm not going to go there again. So give me David Montgomery in this part of the uh, matchup. But wide receivers, we have DeAndre Hopkins and Deontay Johnson on the Dodwa side and Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs for Rectum. Uh, do you have the most latest news on Diggs? Last I heard he practiced, but I don't know what – he's good to go, right? Oh, he they 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 actually removed the questionable tag, so he's he's clear. Yeah, full participant today. Okay. Yep. He's good, good to, to go. see it. I'm glad to see it. I don't want to win like that, you know. I got to be his best. Stephon Diggs pulling Stephon Gilmore in the uh, as a cornerback for the New England Patriots. 
and then we're going to have Richard Sherman against DeAndre Hopkins and likely Xavier Rhodes or Rocky Sin against Deontay Johnson. We got Marcus Lattimore on Adam Thielen. Yeah. Well, no, he, he'll, he'll probably be shadowing just – actually, it'll probably depend on which side of the field they're on just because they have two great receivers there. But honestly, I, I do like the Dottawa uh, pair of receivers here over the rectum pair of wide receivers. With I like two, my pair. Yeah, I mean, Deontay Johnson's been on a real hot streak lately. Uh, five of his last nine games, I think, he's cracked 11 points. So he's, he's Dick really, has really been uh, pulling it out for me. Yeah, he, he's, he's a really solid option when he's catching the ball. I mean, you guys saw he's a target monster. I, I think this is pretty he's... split even with Deontay Johnson versus Adam Thielen and DeAndre Hopkins versus Stephon Diggs. That's kind of a, a kind of a wash, if you ask me. I think wide receivers are going to play a huge factor in this this matchup. I, th- I think the biggest story is the huge discrepancy at tight end. Hopefully, Hawkinson shows back up, but Kelsey's probably going to put up no less than forty-seven against Atlanta. Yeah, and Matt Stafford, his his availability is in question now too, going into next week as of today. So he might he might be pulling a. Uh, I mean, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel's yes. gonna be in there. We could uh, have an elusive Chase Daniel sighting. Hey, you're gonna have a Chase Daniels, Mitch Trubisky win in this one. Hey, that might be better off for T.J. Hawkinson because he can't throw very far. Uh, then we got the the tricky flex question here. Yeah, Antonio Gibson. Tell me about him. I didn't know he was back. Dude, I don't know. I'm so nervous about him. He's he's still he's practicing limited through the week. But what if he comes out and he plays and his toe gets sore right in the first quarter? Yeah, I mean, so, you, might, you might see a, a split between him and J.D. McKissick, even if he does come into the week healthy. But I also haven't messed with my, my lineup much. I might be leaning Melvin Gordon because Philip Lindsay's out. So I have that option. I also have the uh, the Kareem Hunt option against the Jets, but he's pissing me off lately. Oh, shit. I do love Kareem Hunt against the Jets. And I also love Melvin Gordon if Philip Lindsay isn't there. But he's yeah. playing against the Chargers, who... Uh, good, good front eight, and last time he played against the Chargers, he put up a whole seven points. Yeah, I don't know. Kareem Hunt's been iffy lately. I'm, I'm really nervous there. Melvin Gordon probably going to go off. It's probably going to be Melvin Gordon. Gordon. That's where I'm leaning. You think that Antonio Gibson's going to be bumped out of the starting lineup? I mean, probably. It just unless I get some like really positive news about his health, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, if Melvin Gordon's going to ride your bench into the offseason, then was the kill trade even worth it? Yeah, because I still got Hawkinson long-term, and I got a nice little pick there. Defensive kickers? Uh, yeah, it West, don't matter. West, well, I mean, they still matter now, um, yeah. this year. And West has you at both of those, with Indianapolis playing Pittsburgh. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa wait. I spoke to you. I don't know about that. Yeah, I... I a... Oh, you going to say I, he has me, but projections say I have him on both counts. Shove that up your pipe. The Bears do have Jacksonville, though. Indianapolis has projected six points, which would be one of their worst games of the season. We have the ability to go off. Ben Roethlisberger is playing well right now. Uh, I, I think it's going to be hard to even talk about these these matchups just because there is a lot of variability. Uh, and Zerline has Philly. Gardner Minshew might be having something to play for against Chicago, but you know they still have Khalil Mack. And they might here. go with Mike Glennon. That's still up in the air. I really hope they do. We get to see the Mike Glennon revenge game against Mitch Trubisky. I think you don't want Mike Glennon for that reason. Why? You think he's going to be extra motivated and come out and ball out? He's Mike Glennon. Yeah. I'm not afraid of Mike Glennon motivation. Has anybody ever compared you to Mike Glennon? No, but I could see it. He's a gangly fucker. (laughs) He's a gangly fucker. (laughs) Yeah. Six uh, foot, six foot tall. 
kind of gangly. Pretty gangly. Hey, but Young Way <laughs> Koo, kicker one on the season versus Greg Zerline, uh, kicker 11. Young Way has the Chiefs much better defense than the Eagles. And Zerline's been heating up lately. He's hot. Greg the leg. Yeah, but think, what uh, this all comes down to is kickers and defenses are fucking anyone's guess. Who knows? Yeah, I really don't. I, I think that the matchups in the, uh, for the kickers and defense aren't too uh, outlandish where they're going to be putting up some crazy amount of points on either side. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this one really comes down to the, the flex options. We we actually didn't get into Rashad Higgins right now on the Rectum side. Yeah, what do you think I, he should start? Since you're telling me who I should start. Honestly, Rashad Higgins isn't a terrible play. The name isn't huge, but over the past three weeks, he's put up at least nine and a half points, and he's getting the Jets this week. I mean, he does have James Conner, who's been – man, James Conner's coming off an injury too, so I don't know if – maybe maybe they got it right in this one. I'm, I'm just going through his flex matchups right now. Uh, Nelson Aguilar against Miami isn't a terrible play, but not not a championship play. This is a classic matchup of um, studs versus depth, I guess, huh? He's going to have to take out Savion Ahmed. I know that much. Savion Ahmed's going to be back. back oh, uh, so then that'll be – then he has to put James Conner there. Yeah. So, he, so Higgins, Higgins is pretty much his only choice. So, Rectum actually is – they're kind of – this is like we were saying earlier. You built that depth on your team and you're seeing that – like depth matters. Yeah, depth, depth matters as well as having a couple studs. Right now – if you keep Mitch Trubisky in, I'm taking Rectum. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if I put Kyler in, you're taking me. No? It's tough because I like all of if, – if if Kyler's in, I would tell you I liked all of your players. And I like all of their matchups for the most part. But then like you every have, single one of my matchups, how are you letting a quarterback change it? Kyler can swing you 20 points. He can put up 30, whereas Mitch can put up 10. I mean, Mitch can put up 30. He can, but he hasn't done it for two years. Well, no. That's a little bold. You want me, you want me to check in on when the last time you put up 30? Nah, I, the most, he put up 25. Almost. <laughs> I'm going to take... I'm going to take Jottawa in this one if they put Kyler in. If they don't, they can fuck off. Wrecked them won all their games this season off the back of Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Derrick Henry, and Travis Kelsey. The other think, players are like luxuries at this point. And, you know, I mean, Derrick Henry is a phenomenal matchup, but it's it's the lack of depth and the what, what's going to happen in their flex spot, I'm not sure. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs against New England. Belichick typically tries to phase out the best offensive player on the team, and it might be Stephon Diggs this week, which not only impacts him, it also impacts Josh Allen. Well, I mean, there's no might. Diggs is definitely the best player. It's just whether or not he can actually phase him out. It's is Belichick going to uh, try and get rid of Stephon Diggs, or is he going to get rid of the running game for Josh Allen? I feel like those are the two options. Well, I mean, Belichick's not a dumb dumb, and there seems to be a pretty clear option there. Yeah, I think I think Reckham's going to get hurt in this one against uh, New England. With, I think regardless of what happens, unless there's some sort of absurd blowout either way, it's going to come down to a very exciting Monday night. Yeah, that is true. Uh, In which you, I poop myself a lot. You are likely going to go into the, the Monday night with a lead, a pretty sizable lead, I, I guess. And we're going to see what Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs can do. If I had to put a points projection to this one, I'm going to say Dodwood wins if you put Kyler in. 
125, Rectum puts up 118. Uh, if you look down through the last couple of weeks, pretty much all the playoff matchups have finished in the 130s. I think it's going to take 140 to get this one. That's the goal. 140 is the, uh, the winning number. So I'm going to take me, the best bros, to win it 140 to uh, 137. You're a barn burner. Which means the last drive of the game on Monday night, I'm going to be uh, laying on the floor in a fetal position. Yeah. Also, uh, well, my entire my entire lineup is going to be done after the four o'clock games on Sunday, and ooh, you, got a long, you got a long wait. So then he has Derrick Henry Sunday night, and then Allen and Diggs on Monday. So I have to hope I have like a ninety point advantage when I'm done to feel comfortable. It's going to be a fun one. This matchup is the first time we've had a dynasty bowl that didn't include a number one or a number two seed. It was a three versus five. Oh, at, at the top this year, all those teams are pretty evenly matched. I mean, this is the difference of a nine-win team versus an eight-win team. Yeah, this, this year got very top-heavy, probably partially due to the uh, expansion teams just and Aaron just throwing out wins. So the top-end teams are all pretty uh, locked up. But, you know, I'm a trailblazer. I come from out of nowhere. I had to make up for being the first team that had a bye to not make the finals. There you go. And I'm pulling for you. I'm also pulling for Wes and Q Mello. Any last minute things you gotta say to Wes and Q. So fuck yourselves, I guess. May uh, the worst so may the worst of luck be with you. I think I'm gonna eat out that ass. Eesh. Okay. Well I already started building uh, a mantle over my TVs for the nug. Did you really? Yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. I might put in a spotlight that shines on it all the time. Some last minute announcements for next week. For people that aren't in the playoffs anymore, trades are going to be starting up yes. um, on Tuesday. You can start accepting trades. You can you can negotiate trades whenever you want, but Tuesday you can accept them. Last year, the very first day of trades, we had Dalvin Cook shipped off for 101. So maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a blockbuster on day one this year. And hashtag send me Hopkins offers. We're gonna have the whole week next week up until probably Friday to add free agents and fill out your roster with players that, you know, you want to hold for the offseason, whether that's young players or players set to be free agents or veterans that you just want to hang on to. We'll convert the entire team into active roster spots. So we're going to have – yeah, we're going to go back to 23 spots total. And we used Sleeper last year, didn't we, for a bit? I think we might have to yeah. push back to Sleeper again for a little bit this year. I like Sleeper. It worked really well, especially for uh, offering trades with picks in them, which is yeah. really what we need it for. Yeah, so after the season, because ESPN doesn't let you change the settings right away, I'll probably set up the Sleeper app and get everybody logged into that just so we can have uh, off season with that, or at least the first first leg of the off season with it. We basically have to get we have to use that until we get to the rookie draft, and then we can go back to ESPN usually, I think. Yeah, well, even a little bit before the rookie draft, we can switch back. Um, it takes a while for ESPN to finish updating their shit. But that should do it. Uh, we're going to have a pod next week, too. So we'll go over the results of this game and uh, talk some more about the upcoming offseason, how that's going to shape up. Sick. Love it. Best of luck, Dodds. Thanks, honey. I'm nervous already. I might not shit until Sunday. That'll do it then. All right, honey, I love you. Love you. Bye.